It's now time for the Golden Valley Bowls program on your Saturday morning, live and local on 1FM. You are in the very last Golden Valley Bowl show for season 2023, or the year, I should say, 2023. Of course, the season's only just over halfway through 2023, straight 24, as I welcome Bowling Brian to the microphone. How are you going, Brian? Good morning, Stats, and good morning, listeners. Uh, not too bad today. Got the grandkids down, so early morning um, uh, early morning out of bed and um, playing a few games, puzzles with the kids before I come out. Um, the actual little, my little granddaughter wanted to come out to the station, but I think she would have been a bit bored. Um, I might have, might have been a good guest on the show, mate. Yeah, we could have got her on air. Yeah, that's right. Give her a few years. I've got a special guest today for our last program for 2023, and it's none other than Graham Myers. Welcome to the program, Graham. Thanks very much, Brian. Uh, good morning, listeners. And I hope you're not too much worn out to play bowls this afternoon with all those puzzles and no, working no, with the grandkids there, Brian. I've got my mother-in-law's 90th birthday party at the Kai Club today, so I'm uh, missing the big game against Telly in Division 2, so... Your family comes first, so that's a priority. And it's not every day you turn 90, so, yep, that's my program. Um, now, Graham, you actually were a co-compare for some, I think, half a year, way back after Johnny Shaw from Kai gave it away on the bowl show. Yeah, a few years ago, Brian. I'm not sure how long ago it was. But, uh, About uh, 24 years 20 years ago, ago is it? Oh, yeah, gee. 24. Uh, nothing's changed out here either much, so... <laughs> No, except the guy pressing the buttons. I think it was Neil Short then, wasn't it? Bit yes, it was. Yeah, yes, it was Neil Short from Neil Rushworth. Short. And we had Graham McCartney, the manager of the studio. Uh, you were then at Shepherd Bowling Club, located near Lake Victoria, where I first came into contact with you. I actually had a year at uh, Shep Park and um, enjoyed it. I mean, at Shepherd and on the lake. Now, Graham, you started your career at Dookie under the tutelage of your late father-in-law, Rod Harmer, himself a fine bowler. In fact, he was running up in the champion of champions one year. He was. Uh, he was president at the time when I started. He asked me to come out and have a, a social game, which was uh, President's Day one year. He was the president. So I went out and had a, had a game. I had to wear his... Had to wear whites that day, so I had to wear his trousers, white trousers. They had a couple <laughs> of sizes too big for me and had to wear his shoes because I didn't have any white flat-sole shoes, so I had a game of bowls and really enjoyed it. So, it was, yeah, no, it was really good. So that's when I started. Your trousers didn't fall down? No, I had a good-sized belt on there that kept that's them good, up. good, mate. Now, you won a club championship out there in, what, your second year? No, it might have been, I think the second year I got a runner-up and then might have been the year after that. So you played with Father Owens? Father Owens didn't play when I was playing, but he was out there. He was coaching and teaching others to play, but he didn't actually play pennant. Okay, so he, he's a legend out there. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame. He actually played for Victoria? He did. He played for Victoria, a very good bowler and a very good coach and a really a fine, bowl, fine draw bowler he was. Yes, and the old bowls were in vogue then too. They were, but uh, Dookie at that stage had some really good bowlers there. I think they just come from 
the Golden Valley, the Wurranga League, had just uh, wound up and they come into the Golden Valley League. And they're in, I think they're in Division One there with their team there until they sort of set it, uh, sorted out division, what divisions they were yes, going to play yeah. in. Now I'm pretty sure they would have. They did start in probably start. They were in Division One when you were playing there, obviously. Yeah, yeah. First year they were. Yes. Yeah. Now um, you didn't win any. Didn't have any success in Pennant out there, did you? Uh, yes. When they sorted out the divisions, they went to uh, after a couple of years. They went to Division Three. We uh, yeah, we won a Division Three Grand Final out there. Okay. But I remember my first game I played there. We played at Dookie, which was the greens were a little bit slower, and um, played a couple of games there. Didn't go too bad. And then I went to Uroa play because I was only filling in, and went to Uroa and was a bit quicker. I reckon out about first eight bowls, I had five in the ditch, so I never got another game for that year. Gee, that's like me at Swanpool, mate. First four roll-up bowls in the ditch. I've never seen a white bowling green. I thought that was supposed to be green. Like uh, Tungamars. From there, you went to Shepparton Bowling Club, where you obviously were living in Shep after you were married, and you had a considerable success in Division One over many years. I went, yeah, I went to Shepparton just to see if I would uh, get into the Division One at that stage, and uh, was able after a couple of years, I was able to get into Division One, and probably had the most successful time ever there. I remember the most successful thing that happened at Shep down at the lake was when we won the group side, we went up to Corowa. We had to play against the Compassby League, the Bendigo League, the Murray League and the Golden Valley, the premiers out of that. And we managed to win that and go up to Corowa with the group, all the group, the premiership teams. Mm. And how did you go up at Corowa? Well, the first night we, I think we knocked off Melbourne. We were looking pretty good, but then we had to beat Warnable. In the last game, which we lost, they put us out of the uh, contention of the finals. Now, who were some of the better-known teammates? I, I remember Ray O'Donnell out of Duke. He was a good bowler, as well as your father-in-law. Uh, and who else would, well, apart from Faber Owens, you've mentioned? Yeah, they're quite a good Well, um, Father-in-law, Rod Harmer. Ted Bain. Um, Ted yeah, Bain. Ted, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ray O'Donnell, Peter Nixon, Peter Woodsell. Peter Woodsell went to Shepparton. Alan Ford, yeah, Bob Lever, yeah, they were all, all very well-known bowlers out there. And I think Peter Nixon went to Maroopna Golf. He did, or Maroopna, yeah, one of those. Yep. Yeah. Peter Woodsell was a good bowler, come to the ship when it was down the lake. Yeah, and who were some of the good players you played with at Shep at the lake? Oh, there was a lot of, a lot of top players there, um, I was Cole Todd, who was a champion of champion. Wally Sinclair, you couldn't go past Wally there. He was an unbelievable player. And say that again. And Phil Barbary, and then there was Roy Bergenslee. Yeah, Roy. Kevin Thorne, who's um, still bowling at the moment. He's uh, leading for the Shep Park at the moment. For Boyley? Yeah, for Boyley, yeah. And um, I think Andy Houston said the other day, best exhibition of lead bowl by Kevin that he ever seen since he's been bowling. So Kevin's still bowling well. Oh, unbelievable. He's got those real tight bowls too. Tight bowls, but yeah, but he's... he's got oh, he's been a great player. There's no doubt about that. Now, I had a year down there I mentioned earlier. Toddy was the president. I didn't even... And they put me on the committee without even um, without even asking me. As a 
sponsor as a um, what do you call them? Try and get some sponsors on the um, thing. And I mostly played in the twos, but did experience a Division One win against Kai by one. Played with Billy Ragless, which I hadn't experienced before at East. We'd never beaten Kai. Now, you were part of the merger talks between Shepherd and East and uh, fostered by the City of Great Shepherd who wanted the land for Parkland. You, you were on that committee, weren't you? I was on the... No, I didn't, wasn't really on there. I was on the... I think I was treasurer of the bowling club at the time, but there was discussions about it. They were going to go down in... Uh, yeah, we off had the, all up the boulevard there. They were looking at the, the old tip site there at one stage, and then behind the Crokey Club that's now in King Street or yes, Winston Street there. Winston Street, yeah. yeah. So looking at those at one stage too. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I thought we had all the councillors out there, Johnny Gray, and and um, for instance, and I think they offered us four hundred and fifty grand to to build a really the combine to merge the two clubs, Shepparton on the lake and. And East, but it didn't eventuate. I think a lot of the old, older members, or particularly the ladies, wanted to, you know, they wanted to keep their own ident- entity, so it never got off the ground. Were you in favour of that merger at the time? No, uh, I was uh, really disappointed that the lake actually went. Uh, the, lake, the, the club down the lake went, but it, that was a magnificent facility down there, in a great spot. Good greens. Um, Good, yeah, good greens looked looked after by. Oh, who was the greenkeeper there, Brian? Um, well, who was Des Green? No, no, it wasn't. Uh, prior to Des, was uh, no. Oh, got, sorry, I can't recall the name now. But, I remember uh, Stan Pregnell had a bit of a run as greenkeeper there. Yeah, my old mate Stan. Uh, now, how long did you have at Shep? And when they dis- when they merged with Koala Park to become Shepparton Park. I think that's around 2004-05. You opted to join Shep Golf, who were then a good Division One team, but they couldn't win a Division One Premiership despite numerous green final appearances until Suddy came along as coach, Jeff Sutcliffe, that is, and he brought Mark Ryan, Phil Blake and Graham Thorne with him. Yeah, just before that, I I left probably 18 months before the, the actual merger. I... I knew, knew the merger was going to go, and we knew it was going to go down to uh, down the uh, south, and then the Coyella uh, grounds or greens. And I had uh, a couple of blokes from Shep Golf come around to my place there. I think Darky Rowan was one, and I can't recall who the other person was, but they were trying to get me to go out to the golf there. And I don't think Darky was going to go home until he actually got me to sign the papers. So that was probably. Might have been two seasons before the actual merger happened. Okay, yep. Now, uh, they, um, Suddy got a premiership in his first season. He was actually on the Murray show last week and uh, in his first season there. And I think he made the grand final the next two years. But that was Gull's first Division One premiership. Would that be right? That's right, Brian. When the, I think it was 2004 or 5, our first premiership, when Suddy yep. Cup first came there. Yep. He was there for three years and we only got one premiership out of that, so two runner-up and one premiership. But that was a, that was the first one for golf out there. Yeah, that's right. I remember you had Chris Young there, who I've interviewed. I interviewed the Australian Open and uh, he, was, he won by 20 shots at uh, 
the, on the uh, at wherever it was played, the final, and they still went down. They went down to Kai Abram at Shepparton. Um, I remember that, and he won by 20 shots, so he wasn't real in, impressed that the other three rinks couldn't um, couldn't assist him, and there was a one-shot difference. Yeah, one-shot difference. Yeah, I think yeah. that young young fella from Kai Mark Abram. Colston. Colston, that was him, yeah. Made yeah. a difference on the last bowl, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Now, um, your CV at golf, you didn't win a championship, but you run her up a couple of times in the singles, that is. Yes, that's right. Yeah, never won a club championship. You remember who you played in the finals? Uh, Darkie was one, and I think it was Dale Woods in another, I think. Mm. Yeah, well, there's a guy that, geez, wasn't he a good bowler, Dale Woods? And um, we lost him. Yeah, lost him to bowls, yep. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's ever played at a bowl ever since he left uh, no, golf. No, no, no. Um, that was over selection, wasn't it? Oh, look, I'm not sure. It could have been over selection. Oh, well, that, that happens all the time. Happens all the time, right. Yeah, now and you, and you made after um, you made the move to Shep Park last year. They were they'd been chasing you for a while, and you you didn't want to skip. Um, and you played third to Paul Nichols, one of the leading skippers in the competition, and a really probably the um, a doy in a coach, as I believe. Um, Daniel, his son's pretty good too, but Paul has uh, passed on a lot of knowledge and uh, his commitment particularly at Shep Park, has been fantastic. Now, how did you enjoy playing with Paul? Oh, look, I really enjoyed playing with Paul. I said to Paul there, he's probably one of the best skips I've ever played under. I've played quite a few years, but Paul, yeah, never criticises, always encouraging, and, yeah, you know, he's a brilliant bowler himself, really a good draw bowler, you know, got all the shots, really a nice fellow. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's right. You couldn't... Um you couldn't meet a nicer guy or gentleman on the green or off the green. Now, this year you've lost uh, at Chep Park, you've lost Paul and Josh Warren to Marupna. Ashley Williamson's uh, gone to East Shep where he's uh, been very successful. And Dylan Hearn gave the game away after making a return for one season. That's right, yeah. You lose those four players... Look, we, we haven't been too bad this year, but we're not, not up with, uh, like, golf or tally or Kai Abman, just a little bit under them. But if we had kept those players there, I think we would have been even more competitive and wouldn't be far off the mark there. Well, you've surprised a few pundits, including me, this season uh, being second on the ladder in Division 1 after six rounds. Yeah, I think we've dropped the fourth now after last week and we've got another big challenge this week. So we'll just see what happens. But I, yeah, I've been a bit of a surprise. I thought well, beating Kai Abram in the first game or second game, that was a good bonus. So we haven't been too bad. And you should play finals after a good start to the season, like you've had, despite lose as a, despite you've dropped the last couple of games. Uh, you'd be confident of figuring in the finals. I'll be out of you and Hilltop and probably throw your rower in as a smoky now. Yeah, I think Hilltop's the main one that could could take our place. They played pretty well against Tally last Friday night, so they're they're going to be the ones that'll uh, either take full spot. Are you in favour of twenty one inch straight through, or do you prefer the old twenty five with a break? I think twenty one inch will be will come in. I don't mind the twenty five, but I think. Uh, 
it will be in Melbourne and all those uh, 21 ends, so I think it's going to come in here. could be even next year that it will come in. More night matches, Graham, in favour of those? Yeah, as spectator goes, it's good. Um, older people like myself, pretty hard to see under lights and all that, but I think it's going to be, uh, there will be more night matches, which will be good for spectators. Do you think we should have a, a double header for one season so we get a, and then have a break the following year? Say, um, in the new year or even halfway through the first round? Like play play Friday night and and Saturday or or Saturday and Sunday? Do you mean the same teams? No, or? no, not the same teams. But to get two rounds like they have in um, Premier League in Melbourne. Yeah, look, it depends on the people. Like a lot of older people playing, they don't, even now, they don't like to front up two days in a row. So it depends on the players. A lot of younger players, yeah, not a problem. Yeah, yeah. And there's work commitments comes into it too, doesn't it? On the, Not everyone's available Friday night. There's a, there's a few working at, in some of the, at the particularly the higher, the higher up the ladder clubs. They've usually got one or two players out on the Friday nights. But that's, um, that, but you're only as good as, um, you've got to have a bit of depth, don't you, in your teams? Well you, well, you do. You need to have depth, and I think. Well, you look at look at the uh, teams that are wide up top now. As the young teams with younger players, and that uh, compared to Shep Park to Shep Golf, the average is probably thirty years difference in a way. Sometimes I think. Yeah, you've got an older demographic out there, like East Shep, haven't you? Although we we did um, we got a few younger skippers, I suppose you could call them um, Daniel and Ash Williamson, but uh, we did have. Um, young Spencer, Jack Spencer, but he's he's gone back to Nagambi. So you definitely, it's good to have a bit of youth in your side, for sure. Oh, for sure. If you uh, want to be competitive now and up there, you've got to have that, that younger side, younger players who, like you say, could play two days in a row without any effort at all. And on that note, I think it's time for a word from some of our valued sponsors. Have you ever been to the Nathalia Nursery? You know, at number six Railway Street, Nathalia? Hop in and say good day. At Nathalia Nursery, we like growing a bit of everything. We have a large variety of plants, including succulents, natives and perennials. We love our fuchsia, pelagoniums, geraniums, hydrangeas, as well as lots of different salvias that we grow. And our hope is that you will too. We're open Thursday to Sunday, 10am to 4pm. Don't forget, we also stock tube stock, punnets of flowers and veggies. Nathalia Nursery, well worth the trip. 1FM sponsor. Buying a bed can be overwhelming. With so much choice, how do you know if you've found the right one? Bedmatch at 40 Winks takes the confusion out of buying a bed. Our exclusive system calculates your support needs using leading-edge technology. Our sleep specialists can then recommend the best sleep solution for you from our range of leading brand mattresses. Riverside Plaza, Shepparton. Station sponsor. Super Saturday Sport with Mark Owens. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show and the final bowl show for 2023. Take it away, Brian. Yes, thanks, Stats. Welcome back to the show and my special guest, Graham Myers. I'll just quickly breeze through the um, weekend, the final round today for the year. It's uh, round nine and we've got, in Division 7, we've got Eildon playing Merrigan. I'm selecting Eildon at home to win that one. I suppose Merrigan will make the trip down there. There's a lot of clubs pull the pin, Graham, but um, if they play, I think Eildon are the ones. 
Marupna Golf host Nagambi, and I'm going to go for uh, Marupna Golf at home. And Nagambi, good side on the carpet, but not so good on the grass. Seymour host Avenal, and I'll go for Seymour in that one. And Rushworth have got the bye. Moving on to Division 6. It's uh, round nine as well. Shep Park uh, hosting Yaroa. I'm going to go for Yaroa in this one. Alexandra uh, hosting Violet Town. I'm going to go for Alexandra at home. Marupna hosts Yay. And Marupna will go down to Yay. And Shep Golf hosts Dookie. And I'll go for Dookie. Division 5. Round nine again. Merrigan hosting Murchison. I'll go for Merrigan at home. Tad Hilltop will go down to Seymour VRI. Kai Abram to go down to Colburn Avon at home. And East Shepherd have got the bye. Division four. When I bring it up. Uh, round nine. Round 10, Division 4, they started a week early. Yaroa are hosting Tally Garupna. And I'll go for Yaroa. Dukey playing Shep Park. Dukey at home. Eildon to defeat East Shepparton. They'll be on their way down there at the moment. The East boys and ladies and Tad Hilltop host Seymour. I'll go for Tad Hilltop at home. And Alexandra got the bye. Division three. I'll get you in the second, Graham, to give your expert selections. Division three, round nine. VRI hosts Marupna Golf. VRI to have a good win. Shep Golf play Kai Abram. Kai Abram just a bit too strong. Marupna hosts Abinal. Marupna will have a good win there. And Shep Park hosts Rushworth. Um, this will be a pretty close game. Who do you think, Graham? Gene Sprague leading the troops over at Rushworth. Who were they playing there, Brian? Park at home. Park at Shep Park. Um, Shep Park, yeah, their threes are going all right. Um, Jean was out. She didn't play on shoot last Tuesday, so no, it'll be a close one, but I'll have to go for Park. I'll go for Rushworth in a very tight one. Division two. Here we go, Division two. We've got uh, Tat Hilltop. Uh, hosting Shep Golf, your selection? Uh, I think Shep, yeah, Shep Golf, I think. Shep Golf, comfortably. Although Hilltop are going all right in the um, in the Saturday weekend pennant in the twos. Yeah, they've picked up, they have um, I think they're proof. second on the ladder, second or third. Parker playing Seymour. This That'll will be another interesting game. Uh, it'll be a tough tough game for Park, but uh, yeah, it'll be a close one. But yeah, I think Seymour might be a little bit too strong. Yeah, Seymour for me. Easter playing Tally Garupna. Easter made a few selection changes. Um, trying to um, strengthen their Division 2 side. Oh, I'm going to go for East at home to win that. Oh, I think Tally might just sneak up. They'll be under the roof. And Kai Abram are playing Nagambi. And I'll go for Kai. I think on the grass. Nagambi have been up and down. They had a good win last week, but it's Kai for me. Yeah, Nagambi... Started off very well, but it'd been up and down the last couple of weeks. But I think Kai might just sneak in. You know, Kai lost five in a row. They won the first three. 
I, I think they're a bit better than that. Yeah. Now in Division One, we got Marupna playing Shepparton and Golf. Well, I think Shep Golf will be far too strong. Marupna might pinch a rink, but it'll be at least sixteen two at Marupna. Oh, I think Shep Golf will win. Uh, probably last week they lost to Euroa. It was a bit of a surprise and might kick start them again. I think. Yeah, I think so. They'll be out with an avengeful um, display. East Shep host uh, Tad Hilltop at home. Yeah, Hilltop are starting to really fire up. I think they'll be just a bit too strong, Brian. Yeah, I think Hilltop. East will probably pinch a rink or could pinch a couple, but I don't think they've got the strength to um, beat Hilltop. Tally Garupna host you today. Um, I think Tally will be a bit too strong. But I think you could pinch a couple of rinks. I think I think it'll be fourteen four by twenty shots, Tally Grubner. I think Tally will get up, but we'll give them a good strong challenge. But uh, if it uh, goes our way, it'd be a really real bonus. And there's a danger game in the last one. Yarrara hosting Kai. Yarrara won, I think, three games in a row. And I, I reckon they'll they'll pinch a couple of rinks in this clash as well. But I think Kai overall probably got a bit too much depth. Yeah, they could they could get a couple of rings, but I think Kai will uh, will win overall. They look like they're starting to play pretty well. Got some new bowlers there, and young kids are going well, so I think they'll they'll have a win. Thank you for that. Now I've got one commercial here. East Shepherd and Bowls Club want you to play on Monday, the eleventh of December, two by four by two pairs, two matches of twelve ends. 10 a.m. for 10.30 start. $15 includes a, a delicious, scrumptious salad roll, lunch. We need a minimum of 40 bowlers to play on the day. And if we get 40 out there, and hopefully we will, some lucky bowler will win the $200 jackpot. Phone your entries through to Robert Dodds on 0458 219 237 or Max Holland on 0412 992271 or place names on the sheet on the bowls notice board outside the club rooms. Uh, you'll enjoy a relaxing day and a good way to complete the year's bowling. Open to any bowler from other clubs. So make sure you get out there. Graham Myers is nodding his head. I might even um, snatch him for a partner on Monday and make a surprise appearance out there. And uh, I'd like to thank you very much, Graham, for coming on the program. Always a pleasure to catch up with you and uh, wish your club, Shepparton Park, all the best for the rest of the season. And I'd like to also wish all our listeners a very happy Christmas and a prosperous, safe New Year. And our sponsors. Pasantina's BP Service Station North Shepparton has been serving people living in and visiting our region for now more than 50 years. There's no other place you can still experience driveway service delivered with a smile, the old-fashioned way. Supplier of BP Ultimate Fuels, they will wash your windows, check under your bonnet and even do your tyres while you wait. Next time you're filling up, do it at Pasantina's BP Service Station. GV Highway, North Shepparton. 1FM Sponsor. 
You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done, and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton, or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. What can we offer you in the months ahead? One, tractor parts, new and used for Ford, Fiat, Massey, Ferguson, Sami, Deutz, Landini, McCormick, New Holland and Grey Fergies. Two, used tractors for sale and we are looking for good used tractors and sick tractors to wreck. Plus, new mulches, multi-disc sprayers, etc. It will get tough in the months ahead, so to save dollars, ring me, Daryl, at Aussie Ag Supplies 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428 235000. 1FM sponsor. Super Saturday Sport with Mark Owens. It is 26 minutes to 9 o'clock on your Saturday morning. We are about to start the Murray Valley Bold Show, but the uh, GV Bold Show uh, need to announce something on air, Brian. Yeah, thanks, Stats. Uh, Graham Myers has got a bit of an obituary here for Mark Lepp, who was a champion bowler at a number of clubs and a real gentleman, and he passed away suddenly last week at the tender age of, what, 64, Graham? 64. Away you go. i just like to... Um Say condolences to the Lepp family, to Anne and the, his children and their family. Uh, Mark was a fantastic bowler down, when I was down the lake. So, um, yeah, very sad to hear that he passed away. A real real gentleman, a real champion bowler. Yeah, I'd like to endorse those comments. I didn't know Mark as well as Graham, but he used to come in to, to BP and get his fuel when he was a postie, and he was a champion guy and um, a brilliant bowler and... Um, he'll be a big loss to all his and condolences to his family and all his friends. Thanks, guys. Our condolences from 1FM 98.5, live and local sport to the family as well. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye. <laughs>